0: The Fan is your station. We want to hear from you. Call The Fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook. Better odds and favorable prices.
1: Hey, welcome back to McCartan Before Midnight here on The Fan in New York City. The Rockies lead the Mets 11-3, and all hope is pretty much gone for that team. Waiting for the beat to drop here. Pauly are on the ones and twos. Taking your calls at 877-337-6666. Yeah, so I just watched that bat from Francisco Lindor, and it was uh, it was not good. So on, on the day, he is, uh, let me add this up here, on the day, because obviously it's the doubleheader, in the first game, he was one for five with one RBI, one strikeout, and, and two left on base. Game two, he's 0 for four, two fielder's choices, one foul out, and I believe that last was just a just a little bloop out to left field, if I saw that correctly. And uh, so, in total, that is uh, one for nine on the day for Francisco Lindor. Certainly what you'd want to see from your marquee, long-term shortstop if you're a Met fan, isn't it? Hmm, yeah, didn't think so. Listen, the Mets have to, with the two injuries sustained to their starting pitching rotation, uh, at the top of it, DeGrom, who hasn't pitched yet, Scherzer, who's going to be out till, based on my calculations, anywhere between July 1st and July 14th. Mets have to just survive, tread water, put up runs and survive. And with Lindor hitting, uh, you know, today, for example, one for nine, uh, it's not going to cut it. In the order that you guys called, of course, uh, let's go to Douglas in the Bronx. You're up next on the fan.
2: Good evening, Danielle.
1: Hey, Douglas, how
2: are you? I'm doing fine. Uh, One of the most important stories while you were away was this women's soccer team. Yeah, incredible. They scored equal pay to the men. Finally. Finally, and just you you think about all these legends from the past three decades: Mia Hamm, Jessica Chastain, Abby Wambach, Megan Rapinoe, Hope Solo. I, I, it, it, you know, on the backs of these great women, and now they got equal pay. I think it's just a tremendous job.
1: You know what it was? It, it, the announcement came in February, but this is they signed the uh, the CBA. So th- it's it's tremendous. It's it's a step in the right direction. That's for sure. Yes.
2: Yeah. Um, on to the hockey. There's nothing more frustrating than having a team as good as the Rangers has been this year. But not scoring in the playoffs—it's—it was maddening uh, because we know how good they are, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, yes, you can't win if you can't score um, in but, any I mean, sport. That's, in any sport, but especially hockey, they—they yeah. they could score it well, especially what we saw in the last series. I—I—I I, I, I still have faith because they showed a lot of moxie against the Penguins, so I still have hope. But yes, tomorrow's a must-win. Um, but you know, you juxtaposed. Uh, their lack of scoring. There's no lead safe in the NBA playoffs, because, as I'm talking to you, you know, the Celtics were down by 26 at one point tonight. Mm-hmm. They cut the deficit to four, but it looks like Miami's going to win tonight to go up 2 1. But it's, uh, yeah, the NBA, no problem scoring, but uh, hockey, uh, again, I cross my fingers with the Rangers. I hope they make it, uh, I least make it a 2 1 series. Me uh, too. Uh,
1: <laughs> Me too? Yeah, I hope yeah. so. It makes my job easier and more fun <laughs> and more varied. And despite-
2: yeah. Despite the Rangers' shortcomings, you like uh, what ESPN and uh, TNT they've done with the uh, hockey because I know you made mention uh, the other day you like the little nuggets on. Oh, their I score, love the
1: little graphics in the in the top left corner. I love them because sometimes, like, it, like how do I say it? Like, you know, when the Olympics come around, and we were talking about how we would we should have a a regular person. Go ahead and 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 run the race next to all the Olympians because you don't get a good sense. Like the one shot that Shusterkin stopped, it was eighty miles an hour. Okay, well now I have yeah. a frame of reference. I love that. I love having a frame of reference of how fast these guys are skating. This and that. That's, I love it.
2: Yeah, and on the TNT angle, they do something similar to what they do with the NBA shot clock. They have the power play clock on the ice. I like that. I yeah, like, I like that extra. Yeah, I like the, that and, too. Kudos to hockey for signing up with ESPN TNT cuz i tune into those networks nightly this spring and i'm i either catch basketball playoffs or yeah. hockey playoffs yeah. i i i think uh, it's really benefit I, I i find myself enjoying both both sports uh, this this year uh i uh, although i didn't know it when they was on the you know USA network or NBCSN it was confusing cuz you yeah. don't know what network it is but Parts i know fun. where to Go. Yeah, I know where to go. On to the Yankees. You know, today we had the DJ LaMayu Grand Slam. Uh personally, I every time a home run is hit in that right field stands, I take extra glee knowing somewhere that the Texas Rangers manager Chris Woodward <laughs> gets increasingly bitter. Yeah <laughs> than a home run. Because do you recall that quote he had the other week? Oh the little league oh. field. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I called it a little league park. I mean, uh with all due respect they don't adjust the outfield dimensions when a visitor is at the plate. It's, they have the same dimensions when the visitors are.
1: Yeah, it's almost like yeah, it's almost like this guy believes that they, they they change the dimensions. They push the fences back for when his team bats. I mean, wake up, buddy! What a <laughs> read the room! What a stupid comment!
2: Uh, right? Yeah, not 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 the Yankees. Not the Yankees' fault. And sure, uh, but uh, like I said, it's. Uh, can't say enough about the Yankees, and i really give credit to the uh, these yankees role players a uh, kind of for life uh, labor torres the guy who hit the walk-off home run against texas a couple weeks ago he's still been red hot and you know when these role players get on base it maximizes the scoring potentials for when judge or stanton come up at the plate so yeah and again the, and the pitching is tremendous now they have to weather the storm with the bullpen Kat Green is injured. Uh, Michael King was human today. But yeah. so far, so good. Uh, but I agree with you in previous episodes, previous shows. They do need a pitcher just to ins-
1: for insurance sake. But uh, what can you say? Yeah, uh, nothing. You've yeah, you Douglas, you can't say back. anything. The Yankees are in first place and they're cruising. They're cruising. Little tweaks here and there. Okay, we'll get to it at the trade deadline, I am sure. We'll get to it. But for right now, the Yankees are cruising. That's it. Maybe a bullpen arm. they did all right today though. I mean clay Holmes is is the unsung hero there. and one thing I'd like to add to the the broadcast of the uh, the hockey games, what I love is that they have some different camera angles now. like when that that first of all the the camera uh for the face off circles in in the offensive zones and defensive zones on the ends like over there, they have like those little cameras in in the in the in the wall. love it. that I love. and I also noticed that uh, Friday night's game, Like, how do I explain it? The the wall that is closest to us, the viewer, you know how sometimes you can't see the puck? They actually have a camera right there at center ice that that looks down upon uh, what's going on there and and shows the action there, too. I hope I described that the right way. That, I like. That, I I think it makes it much more engaging. Um, And there were also, it was one camera angle that was from, like, behind the goalie, and you're watching plays develop. I love that. That camera angle I love. It's like when you're playing video games. It's like it's like that. You know, it's like that angle. I don't know. That's just me. I just like watching plays develop. That's why I prefer to sit in the end zone in football games, too. I don't really like the 50-yard line seats there. All right. In the order that you call, let's go Charlie in Danbury, Connecticut. You're up on the fan. Well, first
3: of all, happy birthday,
1: oh, Dan. Thank you.
3: Uh, I had one this week myself. Oh, happy uh, birthday to you, I've,
1: too. Taurus this season.
3: I think I've had a few more than you. Way, way more than <laughs> you, actually. But anyway... Uh, uh, because I go back to uh, uh, hockey, we didn't have a lot of playoffs in Hartford, but the whale were there. Uh, 25 years ago, they left and they went to Carolina. So, uh, yeah. I'm saying the, cane, the canes and five.
1: Oh, you and, know what? Yeah, uh, no. I, I said the same. I said the same, unfortunately, but hey, maybe the Rangers steal one. I don't know.
3: but, but yeah, that's that's yeah, uh, they'll get one, they'll get one in the garden. That's what I think. Uh, and that, uh, and this is on the second caller from Danbury in the last twenty minutes. Look at so, that, so Danbury's uh, popping tonight, there, Charlie. Yes, it is. Hey, we've got a uh, federal prison and the John Oliver sewage <laughs> treatment plant.
1: <laughs> well, but, that's it's uh, quite the adventure.
3: Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I won't weigh in on on uh, uh, the Jackie issue, but uh, uh, I will say this: that that. Uh, uh the manfred man uh could be uh manfred could rebake his legacy and and uh uh borrow a, a from hockey uh third man in uh any and the, or the David stern uh as as John Sterling uh is apt to point out uh, uh leaving the bench there's nothing more embarrassing than a baseball fight. Uh, day, <laughs> well, uh, when you
1: when you just juxtapose—I can never say this word—juxtapose it against a hockey fight. I mean, there is no comparison. It's like—and we talked. I talked with Jeff Nelson the last time, and he was like, "Yeah, they're running from the bullpen, and you're tired by the time you get there." And it's like, it's like stupid.
3: So someday, some relief pitcher or some bullpen catcher is going to get hurt running uh, into a fight. Can you imagine?
1: Uh, oh man! And, uh, yeah, back, just just uh, stay there. Hey, we-
3: i've seen uh, you know who was it that that uh, uh broke his ankle jumping up uh, uh and landing on home plate uh after a big home run uh, uh that goes back a few years too
1: yeah those freak accidents they do happen Mar- what is it Mariano Vera was shagging fly balls during batting practice wasn't he towards ACL isn't wasn't that not that what happened
3: that uh yes i think that uh, that is uh, uh that's funny and they got the guy... from uh, his dealership once
1: and the guy that, that uh, broke his ankle, Paul Rosenberg, just went in my ear, Kendris Morales. Well, that stinks. That stinks for him.
3: <laughs> yes. 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 Anyway, uh, uh, it's, this is the first time I've ever heard, ever heard you on the radio, but, uh, uh, and I called the very first show. Uh, so, but I will listen again. Uh, hey, thanks, uh,
1: Charlie. I'll be back uh, Sunday night, uh, I think it's 6 p.m. or 10 p.m. You can check the schedule, though.
3: But, uh, yeah, I'll have to check the website. So, so anyway, uh, have a good night, and thanks for taking the call. And
1: Thanks, Charlie. We're batting 1,000. One show, one call. Let's keep it going next time. How about that?
3: Okay, we'll do. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye.
1: <laughs> I love that. I love that. And, and you know what? I think it's – well, I meant to say next Sunday. It's next Sunday. I think it's next Sunday at 6 or next Sunday at 10. I think so. Uh, I got a tweet from GFish131. He says, happy birthday from a fellow Taurus. Great to hear your voice tonight. Hey, well, you too. Happy birthday right back at you. I'm out here doing uh, yeoman's work on the front lines for Major League Baseball. I'm Danielle McCartan. I'll explain what the heck I'm talking about. Coming up, right? Not now. Coming up next here on The Fan.
0: Hear a great moment on the fan that you want to hear again and again and again and again. Morning! Pause, go back, and then skip ahead with Rewind on the Odyssey app. I'm like, are you sure? She's like, yes, she did. Just download and search WFAN.
1: I'm Daniel McCartan with you till two here on the fan of New York city. That's the hotline bling song. If you want to get on the hotline bling, it's 877 66, 6666 If you can't get through, if the lines are full, go ahead and tweet me at coach MCC, As many, as many of you guys know, I, I, I coach girls softball during the week. And on day one, I asked the girls who their favorite baseball team is. And To my, um, you know, disdain, I guess you'd say. I mean, not really disdain, but I only had one kid on the team raise her hand and say, I have a favorite baseball team. And I said, oh, what is it? She said, the Red Sox. (sighs) Completely unacceptable, of course, but it is what it is. And I challenged the rest of them to pick a team before the end of the season. So here we are, a week, maybe two left, maybe three if we go to the championship, Here's an update. One girl said her and her dad went to a, uh, uh, she and her dad went to a Mets game for her birthday. And he bought her a Jeff McNeil jersey at Citi Field. She's a Mets fan. Another girl decided just, uh, what, Thursday? After careful consideration, she was going to be a Mets fan just because. And she said, because they're good, is what she said. I said, the Yankees are good too. She said, nah, I like the Mets. All right. And, of course, the Red Sox fans. So three of the 11 girls have decided, the rest of them, to be continued, I guess. But I will say that I'm out here doing yeoman's work for MLB. I am trying to get kids involved in the game. And also, too, to make them a better team and better players. Because you can learn a lot by watching, as you know. this is Coach McCartan here. Baseball and softball are, are very similar, but they're also very different. And I do know that. Because I played baseball until they made me switch to softball as a freshman in high school. But the girls can, by watching baseball, for example, they can watch the way that the players run the bases. I mean, obviously, there's leading and all that. But, you know, you know how to, how to cut a base, in other words, like from home to t- second, first to third. You can learn that. You can watch that. It's the same thing. Um, they could study ways as pitchers to set up batters. It's the same mentality. Change the eye level. You know, all that. Uh, they can watch fielders take routes to fly balls, and they can observe the priority system, infield, outfield, and and, and everywhere in between, and so many other things, right? So uh, I uh, I will update you as we move forward, but so far of the three of 11 girls that have decided, we've got uh, two Mets fans and, and one Red Sox fan. <laughs> I'll keep you updated. To the phones we go, 877-337-6666. Eric in Ronkonkama. It has been months, Eric. Are you all right?
4: Uh, well, that, that's always a debatable question, but uh, <laughs> how are you doing,
1: my friend? I'm good. How are you?
4: I'm doing all right. You know, always, always crazy with work, so I uh, wish I would imagine you are as well. And uh, happy belated birthday, by the way.
1: Thank you. Appreciate that. So,
4: uh, yeah, I know yours and JJ's are like, what, a day apart? Yeah, you, I, I think yeah,
1: it's a day or two. I messaged him, happy birthday. I, I said, I, I, I always knew I liked you. We have such similar birthdays. So he's, right, he's right. like, "Hey, what's up? How how are you? Happy birthday!" <laughs> yeah, so, yeah.
4: You know, one of, one of these days we got to hang out. I I, I was uh, uh, I was at the Met game on Thursday with uh, hanging out with uh, Pep Oil and uh, Big Zoo. Cool. Uh, watching the game, so yeah, and it turned out to be a great game, you know, especially with the way it ended. But uh, I mean, you know, today's second game notwithstanding, you know, the, the thing that's going to be difficult, I think, for them. And uh, I'm glad they won the first game. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. but of course they had Carrasco on the mound is I think it's going to be difficult to
1: have any kind of real winning
4: streak uh, with with what's going on with the team. But if they could just manage to keep winning series Mm -hmm. uh, or or at least 500 at a minimum, you know, they're going to be fine. I mean, uh, it's just, uh, you know, they they do have a lot of holes, like like you were saying a little earlier uh, with with some of these players. And uh, I think the reason why uh, McNeil was uh, betting as low as he was was us, uh, you know, just to try to, I guess, maybe balance out a little bit of the
0: yeah you know, the lineup. But uh, I, I do like Canna. I do, you know, McNeil's
4: back to where he was or, or close to it. Uh, you know, if they can get Escobar really
5: going, and
4: hopefully being in Colorado might get us, you know, maybe get him going, uh, you know, that, that'll certainly help a lot. But uh, uh, Lindor is a problem, uh, at least at the moment. We'll have to see how that shakes out, but uh, I mean, I, I, I'm not hitting the panic button quite yet. Uh, if they get another injury, I might change my mind on that.
1: So, yeah, uh, but you know yeah. what, Eric? You know, this time next week, and even the week after that, I'm going to get calls that the Mets—they're done for because you look at the schedule; they've got three games at San Francisco, and then of course Philadelphia and Washington. Well, then they got one, I, I, two, three, four games at Los Angeles Dodgers and three at the Padres. And you know at that point, uh, on on <clears throat> the June 8th, people are going to be like, the sky is falling on this team. You know it. You know it's you know it's coming. We'll predict it now.
4: I, I, I do, and I've been a Met fan long enough to know. But, yeah. I mean, they played well against San Fran at home. There's no reason why they can't do it, you know, in San Fran. And the Padres, right, you know, until they show me otherwise – all right, because they they always look good, but yet you know they they've been coming up short the last few seasons, though. Sure. Uh, with their expectations, you know, until they show me differently, I'm not going to go crazy with that series either. Dodgers uh, is another story. Yeah,
1: you know. You, you know uh, you know what the, the the San Diego Padres do have now, though, Eric, the secret weapon. What Cano? Yeah, Robinson Cano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> so, yeah.
4: But, oh. uh, I, I knew you. I knew you were going to go there, but uh, no. I mean, seriously though, until they until they show me differently, uh, until they show me differently, at, uh, uh, I, I can't I can't be too nervous about that series. And you know, until they go, until they you know beat us two out of three or sweep us or whatever.
1: Yeah, and and you said it there, Eric. That the Mets have to continue to to win series. That's the mentality. Win series. Chris Bassett's out there. You know, you got Walker out there, you got to win those games. Carrasco's out there, you got to win those games. And then with that, with those three, okay, chances are you're probably going to be winning series and just pick up series as you go. Yeah, I'm with you on that.
4: Yeah, well, what's, what's, and just real quick, I'll leave it at this. What What's the uh, status of McGill?
1: Yeah, he's, he, uh, he started throwing program, playing catch yesterday. So, yeah. I don't know, my own little doctor's uh, thing here, I would say at least two weeks. That's what I would say, at least.
4: Yeah, all right. So, I mean, you know, even getting him back to be a little bit of a boost. For I mean, sure. I know, I know you're not going to replace uh, uh, DeGrom or Scherzer. Correct. But, uh, you know, but but McGill was pitching well. You just got to hope that that's not something that lingers with his... Yeah, you know, with his
1: uh, bicep. And yeah, meds, and uh, and Eric, great call there. And you're and you're wondering with McGill too. Are you going to rush him back, get him in there to stop the bleeding? You know, stop the as a triage, or are you going to be like, all right, we're going to take a step back, we're going to heal him at a hundred percent, and let's see from there. Um, and thanks for calling, Eric. It's good to talk to you. Uh, let's go, Ray in Waterbury, Connecticut. You're up next on the fan. Ray, go. Hi, hey, happy birthday, Daniel. Thank you. Uh,
5: you're right on about Lindor. But but you can't we can't really do much about that. You just gotta play and hope. Yep. But the problem is Escobar, I am I've lost patience with him. Now his defense isn't up to par. And you can't you, you you can't wait for the trade deadline with pitching because we've got a tough schedule and you can't have Trevor Williams uh, pitching against these good teams coming up. No, he just you know got lit I mean?
1: up tonight by the Rockies, of course. Right. But the question is you know what's the price now? The price now is always going to be more steeper than the, or steeper, not more steeper, but steeper than the price in July, isn't it?
5: Yes, but you know what? They're in, it. they're in it to win it. If you have to overpay, you're you're in first place. You, the only untouchables should be Beatty, and Fr- and uh, Alvarez. Mm. You know what I mean? Because if you can get a good pitcher to overpay, because you're in first place by seven games. You can't let, you you, if you let Atlanta creep right back in, they got the experience. We might not, we might not uh, recapture first place again.
1: Like last year. Yeah,
5: like last year.
1: Yeah. I don't know. For me, I I think, I think I would wait. I would want to maybe do, you know, one or two cycles of, of the rotation as it is and then see where we're at. I I would
5: wait. I would wait at
1: least ten more days, fourteen more days. Well,
5: if if you can wait, if McGill comes back,
1: yes. If McGill doesn't come back, I don't think you can wait two weeks.
5: Well, he's not going to be back in two weeks. I don't think. Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you wait two weeks, but I don't think you can't. Certainly can't wait till July.
1: I don't think you can wait till July either. I'm with you on that. Yes. Yeah, and and the next question is Ray, and who's out there? You got to look at the teams. You know, poach on the teams that that kind of stink. You know, the Reds come to mind right off the bat. Right. You know, yeah, I would love, um, I, I would love to poach the Reds in any of those teams if I'm the Mets and, and trade them prospects, right? Because they're they're obviously in a rebuilding stage, and it's a good deal for both, you would think. And uh, you just have to wait and see, you see see, right. see what happens.
5: I read today that they're scouting their uh, their scouts are already scouting Maley from Cincinnati and Montas from Oakland. Good. So they're already, and they got a good relationship with Billy Bean. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. They, like I said, you gotta, I, I, you can give up um, Mauricio, because Lindor's gonna be the shortstop. Yep. You got Beatty at third. McNeil you know, at the, second base. The, the, that's the one, yep. and if, and Francisco Alvarez, and I'd like to keep Allen, the pitcher. Yep. But if you, get, if you can get Castillo, oh, Castillo I, I would, would trade be the Allen one. for
1: him. Castillo would be the one, Ray, yeah. I, right, I would right. I would make a move for them too for him too for sure, yep. All right, well we'll see Ray. You call me back thank in two you, weeks and you. we'll see where we're at. How's that? Well, okay, thank you, Danny. All right, any anytime. Yeah, you're looking at the teams at the bottom of the barrel here. The Reds. I mean, in the Rockies are all right, but they' I wouldn't c- consider them that. But you're looking at the Reds. You're looking at the maybe the Orioles potentially, the Tigers, the Royals. The Oakland A's, the Mariners. There's plenty of options, so let's just wait and see. You know, let's see, let's see what the Mets can do. If they can win, salvage series and win series, well, then it's all hunky dory. If it goes into a tailspin, you might have to make a move. I'm with you on that, and I, I don't, I don't know if I would wait till July to make that move. You're right, you're right. Let's go, Dante in Brooklyn. You're up on the fan, Dante.
0: Danielle, good, good early evening, Danielle. How are you?
1: I'm great. How are you?
0: All right. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Um, you're welcome. Uh, I'd like to talk a little bit about the Rangers, if I could. Sure. Uh, I agree with you, everything you said earlier. Um, Carolina, they just play smothering defense. Mm-hmm. Their forechecking is off the charts. Um, one of the best defensive teams in the league. Uh, completely different series.
1: No, not one of. They are the best defensive team in the league. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. You're right. You're right. Uh, The Penguins, when you face the Penguins, you know what you're going to get. You know, the firepower, and they come at you in waves, and you pretty much have to guard against all their weapons. You know, Mm -hmm. Carolina, they just smother you. You know, they make it very difficult for opposing teams to score. The Rangers have to somehow solve that defense. Can they? I don't know. It's going to be very difficult. Well, it's not like Um, they didn't
1: have chances. I mean, they had chances that they just couldn't capitalize on. Really, seriously.
0: Right, right. They they had chances but but they just I don't know. It seems like whenever they need that goal they just cannot get it. Yeah. Um in the series uh between the Hurricanes and the Boston Bruins, even though Boston did not win the series, they did beat them a couple of games. They should watch film and see what Boston did to them. Yeah. You know. Um I mean it would help it, it wouldn't hurt, you know. But uh if if they lose tomorrow now the game is going to be on at three o'clock I'll be sleeping because I work overnight Uh, so when I wake up I'll wake I'll wake up just in time to find out the score which I'll be very apprehensive about checking Uh,
1: oh no um I I have a feeling I have a feeling they're going to win tomorrow that's just a feeling it's just a gut thing you know the the garden crowd is 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 ridiculous uh I think they'll take tomorrow's game I do
0: yeah I, I hope you're right I hope you're right and um hopefully I mean listen they're not going to win this series. We, we both know that. You know, you have to be realistic. Hopefully, in the future, this will help them. You know, um, I could see it already though. It's going to be a showdown between the Hurricanes and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Mm-hmm. It's coming,
1: and guess and that's what? Gonna be a- yeah, my cousin <laughs> is a diehard Lightning fan, and I um, mm. have already been receiving the text. I can't with this.
0: <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised, Daniel, if Tampa Bay beats them again. You know, I, I think they have a. They- they have a more dynamic team and they can play shutdown defense when they have to, you know? Yeah. So, yep. I don't know, but we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully Daniel, hopefully you're right about tomorrow's prediction.
1: We'll see. I, and, I hope uh, you wake up to good news there tomorrow, Dante. All right.
0: Thanks Daniel. <laughs> Happy birthday once again. Thanks for taking my call.
1: Thanks. We'll talk next week. Thank uh-huh. you. Um, and by the way, in February, my cousin did take me out to a Tampa Bay lightning game. I did see that team play. They did beat the Oilers. So <laughs> they're a good team. They are. And uh, you know what? With the Mets being so top of mind right now, as they are about to lose to the Rockies in Game 2 of their Saturday doubleheader, let's play a game of who's hot and who's not with the New York Mets. I'm Danielle McCartney, and call me up with your nominees of Mets players to fit the categories of who's hot, who's not, up next here on The Fan.
0: The Fan is on your smart speaker. To listen to the home of New York sports, just say, Hey Google, play WFAN.
1: It is official. Put it in the books. The Mets have dropped the second game of the doubleheader today, the Saturday doubleheader, to the Colorado Rockies. Final score, 11-3. to And I, I want to welcome you into this edition of Who's Hot and Who's Not for the New York Mets. I got a Yankee one coming up in a little bit. But if you can't wait, and go ahead and tweet your responses to me at Coach McCartan, And give Paulie Rosenberg a call, 877-337-6666. So for the Mets, who's hot? Jeff McNeil's hot, and he still gets my vote. I've been saying, I've been championing him since last year. Everybody wanted to give up on him, trade him. I was like, you know what? No, he's going to get back into it. He's going to get back to it. And I didn't even include today's doubleheader games, but since my birthday, May 17th, he's hitting 353 with seven RBI and only two strikeouts. I mean, his batting average on balls in play is four he He's got a six-game hitting streak. Well, actually, I should check the box score of the second game tonight. Did he hit? Did he get a hit? He did not. So the six-game hitting streak has ended. But still, he looks he, he looks relaxed. He looks poised. He looks comfortable. And things that we didn't see from Jeff McNeil at all last season. And he has, uh, the day game was his 15th multi-hit game of the season, which is tied for second most in the majors at the time. And for an emotional player like Jeff McNeil, it makes a difference. I mean, just look at the diving, full extension, flying squirrel catch that he made in left field in that early game Saturday. I mean, Ron Darling even said, he said his play in left field has been extraordinary. I agree. It's the sliding catches, the diving catches. It's it's all of it. And Jeff McNeil just looks so comfortable. So Jeff McNeil, hot for the Mets. Who's not, I I alluded to it before, who is not hot for the Mets right now? And I hate to say it, and I really think it's because he's suffering from, like, this odd man out syndrome. It's Dom Smith. And there's something, too, as you pull up to the ballpark or the field even, knowing where you're going to be playing defensively, consistently— and or being inserted into that lineup consistency consistently. I always knew I was playing shortstop and I bat second. Still to this day. That's it. There's no you know, the routine is the same for me every single time. For Dom Smith, it keeps changing on him. And and, and again, an emotional player that can't bear well for that. He has zero home runs this season. Zero. Which is surprising to me for Dom Smith. I mean I say if you're not going to use him on a consistent basis, then you got to cut him loose, let him thrive elsewhere, and then you get a nice haul for him. I mean, in the daytime, Saturday, he was 0 for 4 with a strikeout. He pinch hit for the nighttime game, couldn't do anything on the season, batting, uh, I think, 189 on the season or something like that. I mean, awful awful from dom smith and i hate to say it he's a good guy he's a good player he has done well for this team in the past so who are your who's hot who's not for the mets so far this season uh let's go first in the order that you called you guys get aboard with that you could tweet me too. at coach mccartan let's go in the order that you call ben and queens you're up next on the fan go ahead
6: morning there well close to being morning. almost this is danielle of- about to be midnight, but uh, belated happy birthday dear
1: Taurus sister. Thank you, thank you. You too? Uh, I'm uh, April 30th. So oh, okay. Well, April. long time ago then. You said <laughs> Taurus. I thought it was close by. All
6: right. So, so let, uh, quickly on the Yankee
1: thing. Quickly, and then we'll get Rangers.
6: Uh, here's something I always told my players. If you don't want to be called something, don't say it out loud. And this is not me taking sides, because let Major League Baseball do their investigation. That's right. But, hey, Mr. Anderson, you know, I, I can't do the Matrix voice today, but we'll we'll just roll past that. <laughs> Go like, you're the one who said I'm Jackie Robinson. <laughs> you know, it, 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 it's something, it's a little thing that a lot of African-American ballplayers today don't get. Don't put it out there if you're not ready for it to be used against
1: you. Well, that's, that's is- a that's a lesson for any player, anybody, anywhere. It doesn't. It's not, you know, race specific. There,
6: exactly. But but uh, specifically, because again, my race. Unfortunately, we have quite a few monikers that can be used against us. So so I- I'll say that. But at the same time, I don't know Donaldson he's new to this team. I don't know what his character is. I don't. And as as the last few years have proven, you know, just because they wear your colors doesn't mean they're kin. That's true. So I'm going to wait for Major League Baseball to do their investigation. Good. But ben, good win today.
1: Me too, and I think that's the responsible thing to do. But yes.
6: Yeah. Uh quickly for you and your softball team. Yeah. ESPN College has a great Great article on Jocelyn Ayo from Oklahoma who broke the home run hitting uh, record in college softball this year.
1: I'm Googling it right now. I'm going to save it for later today. Just to let you know. Got okay,
6: it. now the Rangers. This is what I said about this series going in. Just to uh, capitalize on your chances early because late those chances will not be there and the first two games of this series have borne that out yep we could easily have been up four0 in game one going uh four0 in the game one first period going into the second and three0 in the first period of game two going uh going through the first period yeah the Rangers because... had have
1: chances they've had they have had them
6: it's it's it's, you can't miss these chances when you get it with this team. This team reminds me, and folks out there won't know, but when the Avalanche made their Stanley Cup runs in the early 2000s, late 1990s, early 2000s, right? They give you three or four chances in the first period, and then they lock you down mm-hmm. for the rest of the game, just lock you down. If you look at the last 30 minutes, of each of these two last games, that's what Carolina does.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: And, and unfortunately, by doing that, now the Rangers have no leeway. You have to win these two games. That's right. You, you have to win them, and you have to capitalize on that momentum in, in Game 5 because guess what? If it's Game 7 in Carolina, well, I'm hoping for a long series, but I know Game 7 in Carolina in that madhouse, you are not taking that game. No, They're,
1: <laughs> they, they are unbeatable at home there, and Ben, thanks for the call. The the, uh, the the Hurricanes are unbeatable in their own arena. Vinny in Long Island, you're up next on the fan. Hey Danielle, how are you? I'm great. How are you, Vinny? I'm great.
7: Uh, so I want to do the who's hot and who's not uh, with the Mets. Yeah, tell me. Um, yeah. So for the who's hot category, I'm going to go with uh, Brandon Nimmo. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I love the way that he's been playing this year. And, you know, I think he's uh, I think, I think he's really coming into his own and I think he's, uh, you know, finally panning into the guy that we drafted so high,
5: yep. you know, I think that was 10 years
7: ago now at this point. So I know he was a, a as raw a prospect as you could have coming out of, uh, you know, Wyoming only playing a couple of years of organized ball and, Things like that, but you know, I'm really, really enjoying seeing him develop. So he's my who's hot, mm-hmm. and uh, you actually stole my who's not. So I'll, I'll uh. go on a different. Uh, yeah, no, that's all right though, because there's there's a couple different uh, you know guys that we could go with on that. And I'm going to go with Eduardo Escobar. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I loved the signing in the off season. I thought he was one of those you know glue guys mm-hmm. on a on a you know championship contender. You know, even if he hit 240, 250, he's going to bring that, you know, that clubhouse, uh, that that culture that that the Mets have done a really good job building, and uh, you know, just obviously been very disappointed in, in how inconsistent he's been, and you know, he's been pretty good in the field, but uh, and, and again, he has been great in the clubhouse, but uh, you know, definitely need to see him uh, do a little bit more with the bat. And, and you know, I, I called in to Keith last night, and I, I'm going to say the same thing to you too. Is I'm, I'm staying optimistic through, you know, through the injuries, and then let's just ride it through. That's and, right. Uh, you know, let's 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 get it done. Let's win tomorrow, two out of three again, and, and let's keep it going.
1: Vinny, I, I love the optimism there. It's like I said, I played the song before in, in the Open. They have to be. They have to adopt the Destiny's Child moniker of I'm a survivor. I'm gonna make it. That's the only thing they can do. Let's give it two weeks. Let's see where they're at, and then let's see if they have to make a move from there. By the way, just a couple minutes ago, Mike Trout has achieved a, another career milestone. He has scored his 1,000th career run. So congrats to uh, to Jersey native Mike Trout. All right, we've got a Mike McCann update. We've got a quick break, then a Mike McCann update, and we will be right back. If you're on hold, I see you. Hang there. I'll get back. I'll get to you right at the top of the hour here. (laughs) We're going to have a changing of the guards, too, in the producer's room. (laughs) Paulie says goodbye to everybody out there, and Pete Kennedy's stepping in.